There is a dark side emotion that is secretly motivating so many high achievers. And I think, you know, there are many reasons that you want to understand this, both for yourself and for the sake of your marketing, your business. This emotion is spite. It's spite, it's resentment, it's feeling disrespected, it's having anger uh, towards someone or something, it's frustration, feeling inadequate. I, I, you know, I really tried to nail this down um, and I think spite is the big overarching term that I'm looking for here. Not, not in the sense of trying to commit violence against someone, but feeling like someone has shut you down in some major way and feeling just this strong animosity towards them. And, you know, this comes because some person did something hurtful. Maybe they doubted you. Maybe they treated you like trash. Maybe like there's this whole spectrum. But the important part is about how you feel about it, how you reacted to it then and how it impacts you today, mostly because there's an anger that sticks with you and with so many people like uh, like mm, mm. We, so many times we want to pretend like this stuff doesn't exist for us, but it does exist and ex it exists for so many people, especially people who go on and become high achievers. Also people who end up ruining their lives out of this emotion too. There is this tendency to want to like shut down or reject and demonize these feelings and what happens when you do that is you end up kind of crashing and burning. Or you can learn to accept and befriend this feeling, uh, learn what you can from it, get what you can from it, and channel it towards achievement. And so we're going to talk about this. We're going to explore this a bit today. And uh, that's the topic of today's episode. Let's dive in. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, today's episode, as usual, sponsored by me. Check out the first link in the description to training your subconscious success mechanism. Hyper relevant to today's episode to today's topic, training your subconscious success mechanism. This is about like all of these emotional parts of ourselves that drive our relationship with the world and our behavior that for so many people end up driving us in a way where we are not in control. But you can actually get in touch with the subconscious parts of your mind and help guide them to a place where they are really serving you and helping you create your success. And that's what that training is all about. It's part of the BTMS Insiders Members Library where you pay one low monthly fee and you get instant streaming access to the entire catalog. Link is in the description. Check it out. All right, so uh, this, this whole feeling of spite, um, I, I, for me, like one of my earliest stories of this is, you know, I was a writer. I, I wrote things, right? But there's a specific experience that I had that really turned me into a writer. And my, so much of my growth as somebody who wrote, and you know, now I get paid to write, 
uh, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to do a small writing project. Um, yeah, so the, uh, honestly, I have the, the person behind this to thank. I was in ninth grade. Um, you know, I was an up and down student. I had ADHD, so I did great in some contexts. I did terrible in others. Uh, so there is some level of, um, what do I want to say? This person had some justification for doing what they did. But um, I know for a fact my side of the story. And um, what happened was it, was it was English class, writing class, whatever it was, ninth grade. Um, we were asked to write a story. And I wrote a story. I wrote it right before the deadline. Like I would go on and do so many other papers and writing projects. I wrote it like night before, you know, just crammed it all in and turned it in. And I was really happy with it. Now, I'd actually kind of fallen down on some parts of the assignment, which were things like map out the plot of your story and turn that in. Come up with an outline or notes of your story and turn that in. Come up with a rough draft of your story and turn that in. And then the final story is due on whatever day. Well, I didn't really do the mapping out the plot of the story or the rough draft or any of that. I just sat down the weekend before it was due and I cranked out the story. And the teacher accused me of plagiarism. Couldn't find this story anywhere else, but accused me, you couldn't have written this as a ninth grader. And one of the things that um, she used as justification for that was ninth graders don't use the word amongst. And I use the word amongst. <laughs> and um, so my assignment was you have to rewrite this story in my presence after school. Like that was how I was going to make it up. Um, otherwise, I was going to be called a plagiarist or whatever. And I ended up rewriting it and whatever. But from that moment forward, I was angry. Uh, about this teacher and angry that my work was not accepted, that I could not have been good enough to write that. And I latched onto that. Ninth graders don't know how to use the word amongst. So basically every paper I wrote for a very long time, I used the word amongst at least once. <laughs> and honestly, it drove me to become a better writer. And it's one of a few stories. I mean, that's the one that I want to share today about just an experience driving you into a feeling of spite, into this feeling of anger and frustration and um, having it directed at a person behind that experience. And you can go a few different ways with it. You, you can, like, that can destroy your life, right? Uh, or you can make the most of it. And others honestly have even worse stories. One of the people who I think about in the context of this a lot is Eminem. Um, I actually, I watched a documentary of him that made me appreciate his work on an entirely different level. One of the formative experiences of his life was when he was beaten and left for dead and was actually in a coma for days in a school bathroom. And like, that's just the beginning of the stories of his chaotic life growing up. What I was then able to understand was that in his lyrics, he channels different voices in his music. So the Marshall Mathers character is one character. 
Eminem is one character. Slim Shady is one character. And if you listen carefully, the different characters that come out in his music are channeling different emotions that are reactions to experiences in his life. So for example, Slim Shady is like spite unleashed. Eminem is, I'm gonna be the most amazing rapper in the world. And Marshall Mathers is maybe the closest that we see or hear to his true like inner ego, inner identity, right? Uh, the interesting thing about this is that he wears it all on his sleeve and he does this all so publicly. It's such a public medium where he's communicating all of these emotions. Um, other people certainly go through things like this. So for example, many business people, many entrepreneurs have at least one story of a family member or a loved one who doubted their entrepreneurial dreams. Like somebody they really looked up to and respected who was like, oh no, you shouldn't start a business. You should just go get, you know, some well-paying job, right? Like some whatever. Someone who told them that they couldn't succeed or maybe they asked a competitor for advice and got crapped on, right? And that experience to them was like a, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm no, I'm going to prove them wrong. Well, what's the feeling behind that? The feeling behind that is spite. The feeling behind that is anger, feeling misunderstood, feeling frustrated, right? Feeling inadequate or wondering if you're inadequate and wanting to prove them wrong. And there's all sorts of other people with other stories in those contexts, many who choose to keep it private. Some like when you read a biography, you get a glimpse of that, of that feeling of like um, wanting to prove somebody wrong, having this feeling of spite wanting to, you know, prove your doubters that they didn't know crap about you, right? Um, this feeling is so consistent among high achievers. And, and what I want to say here, like, we can't avoid pain and hurt in our life. We can't avoid these things. Many of us get hit with this before we're mature, before we're, we're like even able to process it or handle it or have access to resources like this where Roy's talking to you about like all of this, right? And honestly, like growing up, so many adults actually think that you should give pain and suffering and they say that it builds character in kids. Well, honestly, that's bullshit. Like research shows that loving parenting is better than that, like unrelenting negativity. Now, negative feedback in parenting is important, but this whole idea of like putting people, like tearing people down to build up their character, that's bullshit. Um, it's just to justify this kind of abusive personality or whatever, ab abusive behavior. Um, and that's typically intergenerational trauma that's going on there. Um, but we're veering off of my outline at this point. Um, but what I want to say is like, since so many of us deal with this from very early on, from teachers, from family members, from whatever, like it, this is a very common experience and you know, many of us face it again in adulthood because there are people who are still not able to process and work with and not pass on these negative emotions to each other. But once we've had it, it is a part of us. And, and so if we can't avoid it, it becomes a part of us. And so the best thing we can do is learn how to react and respond to it and make sure that it's not ruining our lives, that we're actually using it for something better. So you get someone like Eminem who was, you know, grew up in a trailer park 
and an abusive household and all sorts of problems and got beat up at school and bullied and physically assaulted, put in a coma at school, who channels it to become one of the, maybe the best-selling rapper of all time, I, can, I, I don't remember, but one of the, the um, most successful musicians of all time. Um, and, you know, then you get people who are in prison because of similar upbringings and inability to react and respond and actually get it out. And so it's important to learn how to channel pain into positive energy. And something that I think about for this is like a, a combustion engine. So like the engine that drives a, a car, right? There's this fuel and it's ignited and there's a fire inside. And because the combustion engine knows how to take this fire that could be immensely destructive and translate it into kinetic energy in the pistons of the engine, then the pistons move in and out um, and it drives the drivetrain or and suddenly you have a car that can, you know, you take like a, a Formula One or an Indy car or a NASCAR car or whatever, right? And, and you have these cars driving at hundreds of miles an hour due to the power of the fire inside, right? Um, and so how can you use that negative emotion as fuel? Uh, well, num number one, face it and embrace it. Like, okay, this happened, it's part of me. I'm not gonna let it tear me apart. I'm going to use it to make me stronger. And you have to accept this negative emotion, this pain, this hurt, and you commit to using it. You commit to saying, okay, I'm going to use this as fuel, right? I'm gonna use this as fuel for creating a positive impact. I'm gonna use this for fuel to create this positive impact in my life, a positive impact on the world, to make the community around me a better place, right? You could, you could use it as, as fuel to be a hugely destructive force, or you can use it for motivation, for inspiration, for building yourself up, for building other people up. And in marketing, like as long as you are providing people the positive outcome, as long as you're not fueling it and fueling fear and hate and frustration and, and uh, retaliation and violence and all of that in marketing, if you tap into it to like, for example, um, you, you speak to the entrepreneur who is frustrated about the competitor across town that doesn't provide nearly as good of service, but somehow still has all the customers, well, you fuel into that person's desire to beat that competitor, that person is gonna be wanting to do business with you. <laughs> you know, like, I will help you beat that person across town who, you know, somehow is number one, even though you know they provide an in inferior service, right? So you tap into that. Uh, you tap into it for yourself. You tap into it to help other people reach a better place. And honestly, like, in order to create a better life for yourself and a better world around you, you can both love and hate your enemy. Um, you can both love and hate your enemy. Uh, definitely don't condone violence or anything like that. But, but this idea of, of hating your enemy, that can be your fuel, right? Um, and so there, there's this great line from a Gary Bensavinga promo. I believe it was lies, lies, lies on the cover of it. He says, lies, lies, lies. All these people are lying to you. This person's 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 lying to you. And getting rich is the best revenge. Here's how to do it in whatever year, right? And so it's this like, all of these people are doing all these negative to you. Getting rich is the best, having success is the best revenge. And so if you know who these people are, like you don't ever have to confront them. I, I, don't, I, I didn't go on and confront 
my ninth grade English teacher and say, ah, that, that wasn't a productive use of that feeling. A productive use of that feeling was using it to drive my growth as a writer, which I have since parlayed into a very successful career in marketing and copywriting. And I was actually able, I did eventually go back and say, hey, by the way, I make a living writing now. <laughs> um, and it, it, it's, it's about just being better, being excellent. So the hate does not have to fuel um, negative action towards the person, but it can fuel your positive action towards being better, towards being excellent, towards personal excellence, towards living your best life. And whoever they thought you couldn't be, you can prove them wrong. And then you can learn to appreciate them. And that's the loving part of loving and hating your enemy. You can learn to appreciate them for the fuel that they provided you with towards creating whatever excellence you wish to create in your life. That's what I have for you today. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Don't forget to hit that link in the, the first link in the description to training your subconscious success mechanism. If you want to go much, much deeper into these types of productive uses of all of those emotions that swirl around inside of you and check that out. It's part of the BTMS Insiders Training Library. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. Most days I cover things, marketing, copywriting, entrepreneurship, business. Some days I cover how to be a better person, how to be a more successful person because that's relevant to you too. And I will catch you soon in the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.